Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I'm joined by Karen Bam Bam. So thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. How you Absolutely. Doing? So I'm really excited to have you on the show. Um, I saw you wrestle live back in July at Goddesses of War. So you are actually one of the few wrestlers that I've had on the show that I've gotten to see live. So I think that's really exciting. Um. So yeah, let's get this started. Um, so speaking of that, um, I wanted to uh, ask you about you know the Goddesses Award. There's, I feel like there's not like a crazy amount of promotions out there that do like all women events. So tell me a little bit about your experience working with them, and then just in general, like how much does it mean to you like that there's promotions out there that fully focus on women's wrestling like they did? Well, um, last year I only got to do one because. Um, I had to defend my uh, Test of Strength Championship on the same day, so I was only able to make it the one time. But, you know, I do appreciate that they are, you know, centering women's wrestling because, you know, we talk about all this women's revolution and things are different, but in some ways, like, women's wrestling still kind of gets treated like a niche thing or, like, there's some promotion that still don't have it. So, like, any promotion to you know make a point to have a full women's roster and definitely like focus on women's wrestling that's always great because you know I, I did you know the year before you know WSU I was working a lot with them which is another all women's promotion so it's definitely you know fun for me because I also do like a heavy amount of intergender wrestling so <laughs> it's always like refreshing to you know get to wrestle with the women more <laughs> Yeah, like, that's, like, like that's, like, the cool thing, because, like, you mentioned, like, unfortunately, not every promotion, you know, puts enough, um, enough time with the women, and, you know, we're in the era where our fans want women's wrestling, like, it's made, you know, a lot of breaking ground, you know, like, their main event in WrestleMania now, and, and, you know, stuff like this, and I, I don't know how the indies were, like, 10 years ago, but, like, you know, the fact that yeah. we have, like, all women's, you know, wrestling, you know, like, Titan Championship Wrestling does it with Goddesses of War, you know, Mission Pro Wrestling, um, they're all women's now, you know, because at one point they, you know, kind of were a little bit of both. Um, so, yeah, it's getting more popular, but I wish that it was, you know, I wish, you know, all the women wrestlers, you know, got more than what they're getting because you all deserve it just as much as the men. And like I said, it's what the fans want. And we are in that era. So I think, you know, in time, we're going to start yeah. seeing more. So I think like companies like, you know, Titans, you know, I think um, I, I think they're going to, you know, kind of like they're, they're helping, you know, get it where it needs to be. And hopefully other promotions start seeing this as well. And they start kind of going with the trend because I feel like, you know, you all deserve it. And um, so, yeah, um, usually I save this for the first question, but I felt like it was necessary to talk about the Goddess <laughs> of the War first just because I had mentioned it in the intro. So um, what inspired you to become a professional wrestler? For me, it was very different for most people because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, like I knew since I was a kid and this, that. And as a kid, I wasn't like, you know, much of a dreamer, honestly, which sounds kind of sad, but like <laughs> I just wasn't like that kind of kid. You know, I was just more like, you know, whatever was like or felt within reach, you know, because I mean, as a child, you know, also like my confidence level wasn't high, so I wasn't going to really think that. I was going to even be able to do it at the time but like as I grew up and got older you know and 
I kind of took a break from watching as a teen, but when me and my brother got back into it, it's just like a spark came and like something really connected and told me like to reach for it. So, you know, I just got online, researched the local schools. You know, I called Johnny Rods, my trainer, and something just clicked and it connected and I just went over there and started, <laughs> you know, the next weekend after one of their shows that I went to. So. So as far as like the training and all, like, was it like, was it what you expected when you first got into it? Um, I didn't know what to expect, honestly. And I'm glad I didn't have any kind of expectation because I mean, that first day and all I was doing was like, just, you know, rolling, I was hurt. <laughs> like, you know, I was just getting into, you know, shape and stuff. I've been active for the most part, but I was just focusing on it. So I wasn't like in the shape that I am in now as a person that works out like six days a week and is very active. So, you know, there was a lot of difficulty to it, but I never had any doubt through it. And, you know, I just kept coming and improving. And once I debuted, everything just started clicking together and coming up. So, yeah. Because yeah, that's that's the thing, like a lot of people say when you know, just like the little things hurt like hell, like just you know running the ropes, like little things like that, like bruise up your body and stuff like that, like, and it, it it's very tough to get into. Um, I feel like it also depends on the area you live at as well, because you know some people may not have a you know a school within you know a reasonable distance. You know, some people have to commute and drive mm -hmm. out of state. You know, do a few hours stuff like that, and in the training like it is pretty intense like I've heard stories you know from a lot of wrestlers that I've had on the show like they're vomiting at the end of the end of the training day and stuff like that like it sounds like boot camp and I feel like you know when I saw the movie um about Paige um fighting with my family I think that's what it's called I thought they were kind of exaggerating yeah. the training process when she was like in the NXT training and then after I hear all these stories I'm like that sounds pretty similar like you know wrestling is it it's a it's a lot and I mean, it's really hard on your body, so it's, it's, you know, it's not to torment you, and some people feel like that, <laughs> it's like, it's to prepare you, because, you know, you go on TV, and you watch people doing these cage matches, and, and Iron Man matches, it's not easy to do that, <laughs> you know, you, your body has to be prepared for it, and it takes a toll on, like, your central nervous system, because even in quarantine, like, being away from training, because it's literally closed, we're in a pandemic, and coming back, like, things that were nothing to my body I'm like whoa like my body's like wait <laughs> what do you think you're doing like I feel good now why are you doing this but you know it, it's really hard on me so and I'm grateful that I have a lot of I'm in like a central area where I can take the train to so many places because I talk to a lot of younger girls and they're like I don't know where to train and there's nothing near me and it, the closest thing is four hours away and I was able to hop on a train and go train with you know a wwe hall of famer you know to get myself started so i'm always thankful for that <laughs> yeah that's that's always a good thing is you know training from someone who i mean i, I would have to assume most training schools you know the head trainer whatever 
was a professional wrestler in some way, shape, or form. Um, obviously, you know, being a WWE Hall of Famer is, you know, pretty cool as well because, you know, they could teach you stuff that, you know, some people might not be able to teach you because they were on the grand stage. And, you know, because wrestling is not just, you know, wrestling. It's also, like, it's entertainment. It's, you know, the characters, the promos, stuff like that. And, you know, that's something that you learn a lot in WWE because, you know, they're really big on, you know, the all-around kind of skill set kind of thing. So, um, speaking of like the characters and all that kind of stuff. So tell me a little bit about your character and, you know, what inspired your character and, you know, the name Karen Bam Bam. Like, I, I'm really excited to learn about that. Honestly, um, the name Karen Bam Bam came from my trainer. <laughs> Just, I was sitting in all this talking to him and he's like, you're Bam Bam. That's you. That's your name. And so it just kind of stuck, you know, most people have something in mind. Like, I want to be this when I get in the ring. And I came in with no expectations. I'm like, I'm just in the present of the journey. I'm enjoying it. I'm seeing what comes up. And honestly, it just works for me. And I'm, you know, <laughs> my character is just really just me. Like, I'm naturally just very fun, very flamboyant, very out there. You know, I'm just doing me. <laughs> you know, I'm the center of attention. I'm the star of the show. I'm confident in myself my abilities and I just like to kick ass and have fun and make sure crowd having fun with it so you know I also go by you know chocolate thunders the alias you know the squish of Vish express because I do a lot of like you know I squish bitches, you know I do <laughs> my bonsai <laughs> drop my cedar sometimes and things like that so you know, excuse me, I think my phone's going off, but I'll ignore that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard, like, kind of, like, 50-50 when it comes, like, to the characters. I've heard people say, hey, like, you know, my trainer or this promotion I was working with said they needed this kind of character, and they asked if I could do it, and I just roll with it. Then there's the people who always kind of had the character in their head, you know, and, and it's usually who they are, just, you know, like, they like to say, like, it's like a times like a hundred or something like that so and I think that's like really cool and that's like the really great thing about like the indies is you can like be whoever you want to be you're not like being controlled by any particular company and them telling you kind of like what you have to do like even if you do get like a recommendation from like a trainer or you know promotion you could still go elsewhere and be whoever you want you know and I always think that's like the best thing about the indies because you know you all are being yourselves and obviously doing that you're having fun and you're enjoying and that's that makes the show even more fun you know for us fans you know just seeing you all out there having fun at the end of the day and that's awesome you know because there's so many different audiences like I can understand why a company is going to give you direction because they have a certain audience that they try to appeal to but you get to kind of expand who you're connecting with. And so you get to see so many interesting characters that you may not see on, you know, TV or on certain companies because it may not work for them. It makes sense for them, but there's so many people that love it anyway. So I think that's dope. You can find kind of what works for you and, you know, find your tribe and, you know, who's going to be able to showcase what you can do, you know. Exactly. Because some people, you know, they don't really realize like, you know, these companies, they have, you know, audiences and they need to satisfy their audience. And, you know, um, WWE, as the perfect example, they have millions of people who watch their product and they all want something different. So they try to find a little bit of something for everyone. And, you know, uh, you know, it, and it, it's obviously normal for a fan to, you know, to want something and not be happy when they don't get it. You know, I've been there plenty of times. Like, why aren't they giving me what they want? Why isn't so-and-so the champion? So I get it. Um, 
you know, character wise, you know, and you do see a lot more on the indies and you do see stuff that you wouldn't see on mainstream TV. And that's what I love about it because I, you know, I have my tastes when what I like and, you know, you don't just always see that on TV. Like I, I have a thing for like wrestlers who have like demonic characters you don't really see that in WWE that much anymore. I mean, you see Bray Wyatt, and that's kind of like, eh. you know, I, yeah. I love the scary, creepy, you know, kind of people, and uh, and that's just me being a big horror movie fan. But you do see a lot of that on the Indies <laughs> and on. Um, speaking of those kind of characters, I know you've had, you know, I don't know how many matches, but I know you've like competed against Anastasia Morningstar. She has that kind of character. So yeah. being in the ring with someone like that is it a little kind. Of, is it a little intimidating or is it just kind of like another day, you know, another match? It's a little bit of both. Cause it's like, you know, for me, I'm gonna fight anybody. <laughs> like I've been in the ring with dudes that are like 400 pounds and six something. I've been in the ring with, you know, people that could really go and I got black belts and stuff. Like you come into stuff every day, but that's something that's just so off the wall. So it's kind of just like, you know what kind of stuff they gonna do, what kind of weirdness is gonna come out. <laughs> you gonna get missed it, you gonna get fired as that. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> but you know, it's definitely fun and interesting when, you know, it's someone that's just very otherworldly, you know. Because, like, I'm not going to lie, like, as, as many interviews I've uh, done, I've done probably, like, close to 50 different women on the show, and I've had Anastasia on the show, I've had another wrestler, like, her name's Scarlett, and I was kind of scared, I was kind of intimidated, you know, <laughs> like, I still, to this day, like, I want Mother Endless on my show, but I'm scared, you know, just seeing her live, I'm like, I'm, just like, I'm a little intimidated, like, you know, because... <laughs> I don't, I'm just not good at interacting with, you know, people who are like talking to you like in a demotic, like creepy way and all this kind of stuff. As much as I, like I said, I love horror movies. It just, it is intimidating for me. I can just imagine being in the ring face to face with, you know, people like that, like gotta be a little scary, you know, even though I'm sure when you go behind the stage and all that, probably themselves and stuff like that, but still just like, uh, I feel you because I love horror movies too, but when I play horror games, it's like something different. I watch it like every day, but like when you're in it, it's different. Yeah, like um, I like Resident Evil 7 or Biohazard, whatever you want to go by. Um, I had the VR for the PS4 and that game is, you know, VR. <laughs> and that was scary. Like I did not expect it to be like, it just felt so real. And yeah, I ain't touching that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's, it not for, it's not for everyone, you know. Um, but I know, like, speaking of video games, we might as well, you know, touch on that subject. So you had mentioned prior to recording that you were, you know, up late playing video games. So tell me a little bit about some of your favorite video games that you enjoy playing. Well, I, uh, when I grew up, I grew up playing, like, Diablo and Final Fantasy. So I'm more of, like, an RPG kind of person. Like, Final Fantasy is my thing, but... You know, in this pandemic with me sitting at home, I've kind of just been playing more games. So, you know, I've been trying to get into the Resident Evil series because I'm more the person with horror games. I watch somebody play and I'll know the storyline and the lore and all of that. But me, I'm I'm shaky with that because <laughs> then I get panicky. But I picked up the two and three remake, uh, played a little bit of seven and stuff like that. I'm playing Borderlands um, with my homegirl. So... I've just been playing different like games and stuff like that like just trying to expand my reach but and also like when I get a chance I don't have a switch but you know Smash Bros and 
you know, Mario Party is definitely like, you know, me and my brother and my cousin's thing and my best friend's thing when we get together. So <laughs> I remember playing that when I was um, probably around middle school for the N64. That, that was probably around when I got out of Nintendo. Like after the 64, I just could not get into like the GameCube or the Wii or anything like that. But um, like Resident Evil, like you mentioned that, like that is probably my favorite gaming franchise of all time. I didn't get into it when it they first came out because I was young and of course, you know, it was pretty scary. You know, I did not like that kind of stuff growing up, but getting older I love it. Like I got into it with um Resident Evil Four and ever since then I was like, I love it. You know, um I was actually probably a year ago I actually got like the platinum trophy on the PlayStation for Resident Evil Five. And it was like these it, they're so fun. Um I'm excited for the new one that's supposed to be coming out in a few months, uh, Resident Evil Village. That looks pretty yeah, badass. So the demo and all of me. <laughs> it was so silly, but it's so interesting. I like that Romanian, like Victorian, and the graphics are crazy. Like They are. I kind of want to live in that little mansion because I'm like, you see all the plush, like, little, I'm like, it's bad. Like, <laughs> besides the vampire trying to kill you or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, what do you think about, like, the new direction they've been going into? Like, it's now first person, and it's, like, new characters, basically. Like, it, it's... It's diff it doesn't feel like it's Resident Evil anymore, but it still, you know, technically is. Yeah, a lot of people were saying it was taking like inspiration from like Outlast kind of energy and stuff like that and how they're doing. And like I know like, you know, I feel like our generation is so like fan like crazy and it's like I get we want what we want and we're connected to it and it's so nostalgic, but people have to change stuff up. Like they gotta stay relevant, they gotta keep stuff fresh, like. So they got to try something new, you know, because that first person's going to bring a different energy to it, you know, and, you know, maybe introduce some other people that, you know, maybe they know about it, but they were playing something else, you know, now they want to try it because they're seeing something new and fresh, you know, so. Exactly, because like, um, uh, you know, they needed to do something different because a lot of people didn't like five or six. And I guess they felt the need to kind of go in back into the survival horror, you know, genre kind of style versus like it was getting very heavy with the action and stuff like that. So I understand um, the ending to the sixth one, they all had feel good, happy endings. You know, I just kind of, I just miss like, you know, the Leon and Claire and stuff like that, you know, all the old school characters. I mean, I know Chris Redfield, you know, appears in um, seven. I don't know if he's going to be an eight, but like he didn't even look nothing like, you know, he did in the other games, too. I know people were complaining about that, but yeah, um, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm hoping to get it for the PS5. I just that system's impossible to get right now. Yeah, I gotta see. I don't know. It's only gonna be PS5 exclusive? Or... It's both PS4 and 5. I just, okay, I would cause... rather get it for the 5 and play that, but um, yeah. it's just, I, I've never seen a system, you know, still like three months later impossible to get, you know. I was able to get the PS4 like a month after it came out without much problem. Because we in STEMI season. Everybody <laughs> got that extra money, so. That too, <laughs> yeah. <in> <laughs> yeah. Me, I'm going to stay with my 4 for a little longer you know yeah that's the good thing about um playstation they the lifespan for their systems you know they they still take care of the previous system when a new one comes out like um basically they're still gonna be running like the online and all for it for like another two to three years and you know a lot of games for the next year or two are probably gonna be for both so that that's at least a good thing about it yeah i'm, I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> So uh, now going back to wrestling, um, so who have been some of your um, 
favorite opponents that you've been in the ring with so far and also some of your proudest moments in your career? For me, um, my proudest moment was winning the Test of Strength Championship and being the first woman to do it. Um, I tend to be in this position where I'm coming into promotions that don't have women's wrestling or usually I'm a lot of times, you know, the main woman that's there frequently or wrestling all the time. And, you know, for me just to kind of break that ground, it's so cool, you know, being in the main event, me and um, Anastasia Morningstar, we're in the main event for Bronx Wrestling Federation. And that's a proud moment, you know, because you don't see that as often when it's like a, at least a mixed card and not just, you know, a women's wrestling show. And so to get people so involved in that and so invested in it that, you know, we could get to that level, you know, that's a proud moment for me. Um, <laughs> and favorite opponents. Um, I just, I would say um, I tend to wrestle a lot with Anastasia Morningstar and, you know, Vicious Vicky, for some reason, like, we just have, like, a certain kind of chemistry and we're able to tell certain stories with, you know, just, like, our energies being opposed <laughs> in certain ways. For some reason, like, people just eat that up, so it's, like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and, um, yeah, honestly, like, and it's so hard to recall because I feel, like, so scatterbrained because, you know, I'm not wrestling every weekend, like, three, four times a week like I used to. It's kind of like, you know, a few times a month, once or twice. So it's like, eh, <laughs> what have I done? But, yeah, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to wrestling basically everybody that I have not had a chance to be in the ring with yet. Who would you say is your number one on your list that you have not, you stepped in the ring with? Hmm. That's kind of difficult to say. <laughs> there's no one that I'm like, it has to be that person. I just really want to fight, like, everybody. But What about WWE? If they, if they sign you just, like, a one-day deal and you got your pick out of that whole entire roster, who would you go against? Um, I think probably Asuka or Charlotte would be cool. I always hear Charlotte's name. It seems like everyone, you know, wants a piece of her. And, you know, I mean, she's a player. <laughs> she seems to have yeah. chemistry with almost anyone. Like, you know, you don't really see that. Like, you you know, when you see a wrestler who can just go out with anyone and just, you know, kill it. Like, I know Sasha's the same way. But some people, they, they only vibe with, you know, certain wrestlers. But Charlotte can do it with anyone. Same thing with Sasha. Yeah, and that's what it's about. And that's the aim, you know. You gotta be able to go with anybody <laughs> to be the top. So, a lot of people they may she may not be their favorite, but you have to respect that about her. Oh yeah, absolutely. Stuff. You know, like is that the you know people obviously get really irritated when she's always in the title picture, always holding the title. But you have to at the end of the day, regardless of how you feel about that, she's good. Okay, and you could also say, mm -hmm. oh well, she's a flare, this and that. She's good. You know, she came in and she kills it. You know. And um, she can really go out there and just perform and do five-star matches all the time. She's extremely athletic, exciting, a hard worker. Like, she's she's earned everything that she's gotten. You know, it just I just feel like she'll always – because of the fact that she's a flair, there will always be that, oh, well, if she wasn't a flair, what would she have done kind of thing from people. But she's great. And I understand why, <laughs> why people would want to fight her, you know. 
So um, now my uh, final question. So you being a wrestler and, you know, obviously you go to events, there's fans who want to, you know, meet you, take pictures with you, get eight by tens and stuff like that. How does it feel just like having people that you don't even know and, you know, people that you never even met just like want to meet you so bad and, you know, like I said, take pictures and stuff like that. Like, how does it feel kind of like being, you know, semi-famous or however you want to put it? It's very interesting and surreal, you know, because, I mean, for me coming in, you know, I'm not, you know, anybody, I'm not, you know, a second gen or something that people are watching and they're like, oh, are they going to wrestle? And I'm just a person off the street. So, you know, for me to catch anyone's eye or to inspire anyone enough that they're like, okay, I want to wear that shirt and I want to represent, you know, what you stand for. And I want to buy your picture because, hey, maybe you will, you know, be on TV one day and to say, I have it. Like just anyone's belief enough into investing in your brand and what you're bringing to the table, honestly, is a blessing. And, you know, I don't feel weird about it all. I love taking pictures with people and I love like, you know, just sharing what I do in any way possible. So, it's definitely dope, like. <laughs> yeah, and because, like, you know, for me, like, as a fan, like, it's, like, a fantastic moment, like, when you, you know, you sitting there at the stand, you're watching, you know, your favorite wrestlers wrestle, and then you get to go there and meet them, have a conversation, like, it, it's a great feeling, it's, you know, it's that, like, feel-good moment, like, wow, I met so-and-so, you know, and it's, like, it, it really means a lot for us and it really adds to the experience of going to, you know, the wrestling events because it's it's more than just, you know, watching, you know, wrestlers wrestle. It's, you know, it's getting to meet them and engage with them and stuff like that. That's also plays a big role. And that's, and that's actually why I got really big into the indies, you know, because I went to an MCW event. I met some of the wrestlers, you know, and these were, and some of these wrestlers weren't even like selling perks. They were just walking around chatting. And it was like, I was like, wow, because you don't get that in WWE. You don't see yeah, Becky Lynch yeah. walking around before the show, just, you know, chatting with all the fans. And you can't because obviously they're going to get sworn, but you get a completely different experience in the indies that you won't get elsewhere. And as a fan, it's like, it's very fulfilling and it's very exciting, like going to these events, knowing that you're going to get to see so-and-so. And it just, it, it, it just really like, it makes our day at the end of the day. Yeah, and I'm glad that, you know, people have that experience and it is different and, you know, there's still a lot of people that'll go to like, you know, WWE event, but they still have yet to go to their local independence. So, you know, I hope to see more people, you know, take advantage of that experience because it is still, you know, very fun and such a great and different experience that, you know, and I'm grateful that people want to even talk. Like some people are like, eh, I don't want nobody to talk to me. I want to take pictures no if nobody wants to talk to you or take pictures and you wouldn't have a job <laughs> you wouldn't have nothing to do so yeah that's like one of the things i you know try to do because i do have a lot of friends who you know primarily watch wwe and i've gotten some of them into like becoming really big fans of some of the indie wrestlers after they see them on my show they're like oh this wrestler is really cool and then once you know it i see them like posting a picture oh i bought so-and-so shirt you know and all that kind of stuff um Obviously, with the pandemic, it's a little bit harder because not all areas are doing wrestling. Like, I live in Maryland. There has been no wrestling in Maryland for almost a year now. Like, I've had to travel to, like, Jersey to, you know, watch wrestling. So, hopefully, once when COVID, you know, yeah. you know, goes down, you know, it can open up uh, the opportunity for fans to start going to these indie events because 
the, because um, a lot of people just don't know about the experience and, you know, they don't even know that there's always a promotion near them. I didn't know there was all these promotions in my area. I thought MCW was the only one anywhere near. And then I started like, mm-hmm. oh, there's all these in D.C. They got them in Jersey, Delaware, yeah. PA, you know, they're all over the place. And like I said, people just don't know. And, that you know, and I'm hoping that like with my show, I can open up you know, yeah. people's eyes and they can see, oh, well, hey, this wrestler that I really like, they do wrestle near me and so-and-so. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, I'm definitely, I, I've been introducing a lot of, you know, you know, of my friends to like the indie wrestlers and they've been, they're they starting to become fans. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, hopefully more. <laughs> and we could, you know, bring things up and stuff like that. Because I miss wrestling in front of a crowd. Like <laughs> all these epi arena tapings are cool, but like, <laughs> it's not the same as you yeah, know. No. It took a while to get used to. Now you got to get used to like the <laughs> crowd being there. Again. I know that's gonna be. That's what I say all the time. Like it's gonna be so weird when we start seeing like wrestling and they're a full crowd on TV and stuff like that, and we don't have to wear face masks and stuff like that. Um, I you know I can't say when everything will get back to normal because we don't really know. I'm I'm I, I'm fearing that it's probably gonna be until like next year. The way the vaccine's going out, it's it's taken them forever to like distribute that out to a lot of people, and that's going to be the big factors, you know. Once when they start, you know, passing it out to the general public, which I heard might not be until like the summertime. Yeah, but you know, for me, I don't have as much exposure. I want to get it, but it's like at least I'm not. I'm lucky enough not to be on the front lines and stuff like that. So I know they need it more because they're you know in contact with the general public and stuff like that to work. So, you know, but I hope things work out with it. <laughs> you know, I've been hearing good things from people who have gotten it personally. So, and I know some people don't intend on getting it and that's fine. That's a personal choice. I'm not going to try to pressure nobody to do it. It's your body. <laughs> if you don't get it and you don't get sick, that's why. If you don't get it and you do, you know, we all got to make our own choice. So it's exactly. what it is. I don't plan on getting it, you know, um, but that's just because I, it, 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 it's more so like, I feel like the people who are like older or have health problems are the people who really need to get it. Like, you know, if you're young and healthy, you know, usually, you know, you're fine, but and like I said, some people, they just want to get it just to be safe because you really never know with COVID, you know, and how it, it affects everyone differently. I've heard people, they just lose their taste and some people they're in the hospital, you know, so, um, I'm confident in my immune system, but, you know, I, re- I respect, you know, for people who do want to get in and who don't want to get it, you know. Yeah, you know, being around lots of crowds of people and crowded locker rooms, <laughs> I ain't taking my chance. Yeah. You know, no. It's totally understandable, chance. you know. Yeah. So, um, Karen, that, um, that wraps up our interview. I just have to say uh, thank you so much. This was a really fun interview. And, of course, you know, and I say this all the time, anytime I can, you know, get an opportunity to talk about video games with, you know, any of y'all, it's <laughs> definitely a win-win because I'm a big gamer and, you know, I always geek out. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to have, you know, diverse topics like wrestling school. I love wrestling, but, like, Oh, video games too, and music and yeah. movies. <laughs> and I feel like it, it makes the it makes the interviews more interesting because people like to know more than you know just about you know their wrestling career of you know yeah. the wrestler and stuff like that. They like new learning that kind of stuff too. So yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you want to let the listeners know um, where to find you on social media? 
So I have my YouTube, if you look up Karen Badman, as well as a Facebook page. Um, my Twitter and IG handles are Karen B. Renee, R-E-N-E-E, -E, no punctuation or anything. So you can find me both places. And um, yeah, got pro wrestling tea. So if you look up Karen Badman, you can get my Squishabish Express tea. <laughs> and yeah. And I have all the links to all those on um, the social medias and the, you know, the, um, in your merch and all that in the bio below. Just make sure you all give us a sub on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you all so much for listening. And thank you again, Karen, for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. Thank you for having me.